Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Today, I'm going to talk about laziness. Laziness is something that um, there are different kinds of laziness that stop us from getting into our meditation practice. And, and I think it helps to just, to just have those in mind to name what we're doing, to have a name for it, I think takes its power. So I have my own struggle with laziness and that is why I had to create this elaborate situation to get myself to meditate because I'm lazy and I don't want to. So I, I, if I create this situation, well, then I have to, don't I? I can't really get out of it. But um, So that's my own struggle with laziness. But I'm going to talk about different kinds of laziness because there are, there are things we don't always think about as laziness. There's three different kinds of laziness. And the first is procrastination, which is what we generally, we generally think of procrastination when we think of laziness. We think, you know... I'm comfortable with what I'm doing right now, so I'm not going to go meditate, right? I want to stay in bed. I want to stay on the couch and watch TV. I don't want to get up and do things. And I want to make clear, um, these apply to our meditation practice, but they can apply to anything that we know we should do that we're not doing. But um, So procrastination is the most well-known form of laziness, and it is just, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. So that's the first kind. And the second kind is called feeling unworthy. And that is where I, I could tell you that when people learn that I do this, they sometimes come to me and they say things like, oh, that's really cool. I wish I could sit down and meditate. I can't calm down my mind. I can't do it. I'm glad other people can do it, but I can't. And that is an excuse. And... It is just coming from a place of thinking other people can do this and I can't. That's very um, disempowering to think that way. The truth is, it's hard. It's hard to settle your mind. And I think of it as like, like working out. You don't go to the gym and expect to be able to lift 200 pounds on the first day working out. You shouldn't sit down and expect to be able to calm and stabilize your mind and not feel like you're crazy the first time. So... That's the laziness of feeling unworthy. And that applies to our meditation practice if we think other people can handle it and we can't. And, of course, it applies to other things, too. Like if we think, I'm not going to apply for a promotion at work because I think I won't get it. Or I'm not going to ask that person on a date because I think they're going to say no. That is the laziness of feeling unworthy. And then the last one is the one that might seem counterintuitive at first. It's called the laziness of busyness. And that is just when we tell ourselves, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to meditate. Or it could be, you know, I'm too busy to go for coffee with a friend, right? I'm too busy. I'm too busy to go exercise. It could be anything. But it's just when we tell ourselves, I'm too busy. And there's, I think there's an aspect of this that's sort of true. But the bigger aspect of it is an excuse. It is just... I'm waiting till I have time to meditate. And if you wait till you have time to meditate, you're not going to have time. And it's just, my life is too active. I can't. And that's, that's really nonsense. We all have time. None, no one 
I think nobody wakes up and first thing in the morning they're busy and they're just busy all day and then they go to bed. And if someone has that experience, man, that sounds like a tough life. But we all have time to sit down and meditate. Although some people may not have time to come to events like this, and I do understand that. But it's just, we want to learn how to not make excuses. But the other aspect of this that I think is kind of true is true because we make it true. And that is, we have really learned how to fill our time. We have really learned in the modern world how to fill our time. So I know that I once did the thing where I calculated, um, I got an app that calculates how much time I spend looking at my phone and holy shit, that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing to find out. And that is how in the modern world, that's the lazy busyness of our time is we fill our time with looking at our phone, with doing this, right? We're looking at emails or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or something or we're just staring at our phone thinking we're going to get a message and that is how we keep busy and that is, that is true that's a real busyness that we have but also we have control of that we have control of that and we're doing it because we want to so in that sense that is still an excuse at least we're not lying to ourselves we are busy but we're busy because we're filling our time with something that maybe doesn't bring us that much benefit. I know like I check my phone way too much and it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't bring me any benefit, but I do it because I want to do it. I think it's addictive. And that's something that I am trying to get better at. I would like to leave my phone at home, but also I use it for a timer and I use it to record myself and I use it to take pictures. And that I think the phone companies are very smart that they've gotten us to use our phone for everything. So um, that's what I wanted to say about different kinds of laziness and I do think just knowing it and giving it a name in itself helps us deal with it just knowing it and giving it a name so I wanted to just see if there's any questions or comments and if there are um, we'll listen to those and if there aren't we'll just go home so any questions or comments it can be about the practice or about laziness or anything else you do this every other Saturday? I do this the second Saturday of every month. So once a month? Once a month, okay. second Saturdays. Thing I'll throw something out here just that yeah. I found. Uh, one, I've, I've, I've reduced the yoga and, and meditation also down to real simple deal. Awareness of breath, awareness of posture. Everything else is fluff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> second thing, consistency of practice. Consistency of practice. Like Daniel said, you don't go into a gymnasium lifting 200 pounds you start with 5 10 you work your way up but what i have found with the meditation if i can meditate fairly soon after i wake up in the mornings before the day busyness starts day after day after day just for 15 minutes to 30 minutes with that consistency of practice very shortly with just a matter of weeks you'll start seeing results those results being the quietening of the mind, plus a hell of a lot more, plus a hell of a lot more. So um, th there's my two cents worth. Awareness of breath, awareness of posture, consistency of practice. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. I, you know, when I first started meditating, I thought, oh, well, I'll just do this when I feel like it. And guess what? <laughs> Never do it, like right? It. <laughs> so I, what I found, I have four kids at home. So a lot of the time when I want 
calm and quiet, it's a disaster to try to get that. But right after the kids go to bed, that's when I like to do it. Right after the kids go to bed, I can, it's quiet, I can sit still. Most of the time they just go to bed sometimes. It's a struggle, but most of the time they just go to bed. So it's calm and it's quiet and it's a great time for meditating. And then again, I do events like this. Second Saturday of every month I'm here. Um, every Monday at 7 p.m. I'm at Heart of the Dove. It's a yoga studio place behind a coffee house. And that's what I do. Second Saturday and every Monday. And it really helps me. <laughs> Planning these events and inviting other people really makes me do it. So it's really helpful to me. So. Um, Thank you all for coming. Um, if there's nothing else, have a good day. This is a great spot to do that noticing section of the meditation, right? It, uh, yes. Airplanes, bicycle bells. Yes. When uh, when this this golf started at first, I was like, oh, this golf's gonna ruin meditation. But then I noticed, like, no, I think it I think it helps actually. It, really works for me. it helps. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.